the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Ooh, indeedy. It couldn't get here soon enough for me. But I'm just happy. You know, as much as I love the weekends, I just love spending my time here with you guys every night of the week. I am Andrea Kay. If you're just tuning in, dynamite and address busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week. Most recently expanded. Uh, not my waistline, thank goodness, but the hours that I'm on air here from 6 to 8 p.m. with you guys on The Answer San Diego, whether you're listening in your car on AM 1170, FM 96.1, we are streaming live on TheAnswerSanDiego.com and all the cool apps that everybody listens to. We are also streaming live on The Answer San Diego Facebook page, and there's always great comments there from the coolest cats around, you caniacs. And yeah, I, I don't mention it often enough, but we also have a Facebook page that's a private group on Facebook called Caniacs. So um, if you really want to have a good time, that's where you can really completely speak openly and freely. You can, uh, you know, on uh, The Answer San Diego as well. We don't censor people, but, you know, Facebook has prying eyes. Enough of all that. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Is the United States States approaching a civil war? I don't think that there has ever been a time that I would have thought it might be a possibility in my lifetime. But in my lifetime, this is the first time I have seen the kind of depths of economic woes of the United States of America, where we are looking at almost 10 gallons, a gallon of gas in California. And I don't want to hear from anybody. Oh, that's California. Let me tell you, there's not a state in the country that's paying below $4 a gallon of gas. And and, and the equivalent of $10 a gallon of gas Whatever that means for you in your area, wherever your cost of living is, is going to be hitting you hard, right? We have um, cr- a crime wave across this country. They want you to be just focused on Uvalde. We have updates for you on that situation as well as the gun control push. But there is a crime wave across the country. That sh- a shocking report out of L.A. I'm going to bring for you guys later. But this is the kind of stuff that's happening all across the country. The mandates haven't gone anywhere. I'm going to be sharing with you all on tonight's show where the mask mandates are being re-implemented and re-mandated. So the tyrannical controls are going to continue on us. Um, and we have a, a, a fascistic, authoritarian, totalitarian, pick your Aryan, Aryanism uh, form of government. And that is happening. Peter Navarro has been arrested. And I'm going to give you the updates on that much to get into tonight. And all of those conditions have me wondering whether or not America is facing a civil war. 
there was actually a poll that came out. Somebody posted something today about a civil war, and I thought, wow, I had already pulled this this topic tonight. More than half of Republicans say the U.S., quote, seems headed towards another civil war in the near future. Forty-four uh, percent of Americans say the nation is heading towards a civil war. A um, So that's pretty much half of, of, the, uh, of the country, or, or half of Republicans and pretty much half of Democrats think that we are headed in that direction. So very serious times, 888-344-1170. When you have a tyrannical government that is weaponized to go after a a country that was founded on the concept of individual freedom, individual liberty, free expression, um, free speech, the right to bear arms that shall not be infringed, the right to openly express your religious beliefs, the right to uh, peacefully assemble. When all, when when those rights are now being weaponized against you, when you have the United States of America that was founded on freedom and now that government is coming after you, it's been weaponized against you. And now you are being sought after to be persecuted and prosecuted because you exercised an opinion, because you exercised your free speech. And when you have that government coming after you to take your guns away from you at the same time. We we might be in a position where we have to fight for our freedoms, and hopefully it will never become a fight that involves weaponry. But clearly our founders believed that the idea behind the Second Amendment was not just to protect you against somebody who's trying to come through your front door, and this bears repeating every night of the week, but it's to protect you against a government that's coming after you. And the United States government has been increasing um, its uh, measures to literally persecute and prosecute Americans for their beliefs. And if, you've, and if you didn't believe that that's what was, uh, January 6th was all about, if you were one of these conservatives that I had to block on January 6th in 2021 because you were, I, I could see it on that day. I, I expressed my outrage on January 6th that there were conservatives, some even a part of Salem, yeah, I said it, that were more outraged and expressed more outrage at somebody with their feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk than they did on 9-11. And I said, stop it. Stop feeding the monster of the left. Stop overreacting to what's happened on January 6th. Donald Trump did nothing wrong. Conservatives that were expressing all that outrage on January 6th, 2021, are why we're in the position we're in today. It's why we have American citizens in a gulag denied bail Michael Sussman gets to lie to the FBI and perpetrating a hoax on the United States as part of a conspiracy to overturn an election. He walks and we still have American citizens sitting in jail, denied bail, simply because they believe they doubted the outcome of an election. They dare to express it. And conservatives were were hand-wringing that night. Oh, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I thought then, because you know what? Because those conservatives didn't see what we saw coming down the road, Skins. We were like, stop it, because we could see the second, third, and fourth level implications of that. And next week, Andrea, there's going to be actually be uh, supposedly a televised hearing on some of the findings of the January 6th committee. The way that January 6th was immediately politicized told me everything that I needed to know about why the conservatives needed to shut their mouths and not feed that monster and tamp it down right away. Talk about the fact that but for a few people that were goaded and we didn't even know whether or not it was even anybody but, you know, Antifa and Black Lives Matter that it infiltrated. The, the MAGA people that were there were peaceful. We had many of them on the ground. 
We have a friend of ours that's on a no-fly list simply because he was there with a news crew. You could tell day one if you were not being drawn in and sucked into the emotion of, of the moment as the left wanted you to be. You could see how the Democrats were using this. You could see the video on day one, how the cops moved the barricades back and opened the doors. What more information did you need? They all but welcomed people in. They, they waved them in. You couldn't tell that this was a sham, that this was a way for them to do exactly. It was a setup, right? You could see it playing out before your eyes, that this was a way to try to shut down anybody that, that was questioning the outcome of the election, try to smear and paint Donald Trump and 75 million voters as a bunch of insurrectionists. You could see it happening. And sure enough, here we are now where we've got people in a gulag. We've got uh, we had a sham impeachment trial of Donald J. Trump. This is all about going to try to get Trump from being reelected and to try to declare 75 million Trump voters. And I said it that day, tried to declare 75 million Trump supporters as a bunch of domestic terrorists. And it's all playing out. And today it and, and not only is it about trying to stop Trump from being elected, they are trying to get at him in order to get him imprisoned. They would love to throw him in the gulag. So they're trying with this January 6th committee to try to do a wide net and bring in anybody and everybody. Shame on anybody, including the, any Yavanka for for cooperating. There's not should have not been one Republican willing to cooperate with this January 6th. Um, you know, this is Mueller and the Russian hoax all, all over again. Every single one of them should have done exactly what Peter Navarro did. Absolutely. So I'm going to just, uh, you know, I've kind of already summarized, but we actually found a clip that kind of summarized what happened today with Peter Navarro. And then I'm going to play a clip of Peter Navarro, who is not only displaying the rightful courage that would make our founders proud, but how he is punching back against it with his own lawsuit that he's filed. But first, let's play clip six skins because it kind of um, gives people a summary of what happened today. Good to be with you. I'm Katie Turr from Los Angeles. We begin this hour with breaking news. A federal grand jury has indicted former Trump White House advisor Peter Navarro. He's charged with two counts of criminal contempt of Congress for defying subpoenas from the House Select Committee investigating January 6th. He was issued a subpoena in February to produce documents and appear before the committee in March, but refused to do either. NBC News has confirmed Navarro is currently in custody he is set to make his first appearance in federal court. Okay, so, um, yeah, he was frog-marched. Has, has Hunter Biden been frog-marched yet? Has he been dragged out of his house? Has he been arrested? How about for the, how about for the gun crimes that he committed? We got talking about this gun control. He lied on some document in, in order to get a, gu- a gun, and then he dumped it in a dumpster somewhere. How about any of the other crimes? No, he hasn't been frogged, marched. This is the kind of crap that happens in North Korea. This is the kind of crap that happened in uh, Mao's uh, China, right? This is the kind of crap that, that ha- has happened in Castro's Cuba, the USSR. I could not be more proud. I think Peter, we had him on the show. We had a book out. In fact, he mentions this book in this. This is a rather long clip we're about to play. But we'll 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 break it up uh, because you really need to hear everything that Peter Navarro had to say today. Uh, today, Skins, please start uh, clip one. I filed uh, a civil suit against the Kangaroo Committee on the Hill. Uh, seven partisan Democrats, two Rhino Republicans. Um, the essence of that civil suit was that the subpoenas issued by the committee. 
uh, are ultra-virus, unlawful, and unenforceable. And I made that case based on four legal arguments. The first is that this committee is neither duly authorized nor properly constituted, meaning that it doesn't follow the rules of either the House itself or the committee's own authorizing resolution. I would refer you to the civil suit, but it's HRES 8 uh, and HRES 1037. I am not the only one who has filed uh, to question the validity of that kangaroo committee. Nancy Pelosi herself calls that committee unprecedented, and she's absolutely right. The second- Let's stop it right there before we get into the second point. He's absolutely right. You don't even have to read House Resolution 8 and, and 1037. Others have pointed out that the U.S. Congress does not have the right to be acting as though there's some kind of... Um, I mean, they have said this is unconstitutional. What they're supposed to be doing oversight, that's the role of the House. They're supposed to have committees. Oh, gee, um, come in and tell us what happened in Benghazi kind of thing, right? Which never did hold anybody accountable. There really isn't anything as, as oversight and accountability. Um, but they're supposed to be doing oversight. They're not supposed to be acting as though they're a court system where they get to be um the uh the the investigators the um police force they get to be you know um the prosecutors the jury the judge this should not be happening in the United States of America and it should not have come down to Peter Navarro to be the one to fight back on this this man was an advisor to the president of the United States and you know what but but, but you got to give a little credit to the Democrats, which include the Republicans that are on the sham committee, because when they have power, they use it. The Republican Party did absolutely nothing beginning in 2017 when they knew that there was no evidence of, of Trump colluding in anywhere with the Russians. And, and Jeff Sessions recused himself and sat back and handed the entire Trump presidency over to a gang of henchmen that were seeking to do nothing but persecute and prosecute him and remove him from office, even though he was free and fairly elected. And that is what is continuing to this day. Shame on the Republican Party that has put him in this position. Hat tip to Peter Navarro for being the one man being willing to stand up and fight this. And shame on any, whether it's Don Jr. or anybody else that has cooperated with these people. He's been the only one to seriously stand up to them. That's right. Let's continue his second point. Um, and, and by the way, um, my book, Taking Back Trump's America, I need everybody in America to buy that book on Amazon. Today. Good plug. That Good plug in your book. Reasons. One is that's going to be my legal defense fund because these people are coming at me hard. Number two, that book is about why we need to take the House of Representatives back from the kangaroos on Capitol Hill. The second case, part of the civil case, is simply that over a five-year period, Congress has weaponized the investigatory powers of Congress in a way which is unconstitutional. The people of America need to understand Congress has the right to investigate, but only for non-punitive legislative purposes. What that kangaroo committee is doing right now is investigating 
for punitive purposes. They're essentially acting as judge, mm -hmm. jury, and executioner. Their mission, their clear mission is to prevent Donald John Trump from running for president in 2024 and being elected for president. And people like me are in their way, and they're not coming for me and Trump, they're coming for you. All 74 million of you who voted for Donald John Trump. That's right. That's it. And I said back on January 6th in 2021, they're going to come for all of us. Look at that dragnet they, they put out there. Photos of little, literally little ladies in MAGA hats. And you don't think if they put Donald J. Trump behind bars that, that they're not going to do the same to everybody else? That's, well, that's exactly what's, what's on their agenda. Well, you look at what they did to parents who, cho who chose to speak up at, a, at, at school board meetings. They've, they have done a, a counterterrorism unit, and they've literally opened investigations against parents. This is why, um, and this was not just as a way to, um, to declare 75 million Trump supporters as insurrectionists in a coup attempt. It's not just about that. It's also about, um, it, it, I lost my train of thought. Um, it, I'm trying to tie it to, to gun control, but it's all tied together. Right. It, it's about um, it, it's about covering up. They know that the election was stolen in November. And so by by um, it's kind of the same thing that Hillary Clinton did. You know, it was Hillary Clinton who colluded with the Russians. So what the what's the best tactic to take? But to hey, what to me? It was him. What to accuse Trump from the jump back in 2016 using Sussman that the that the jury just let off using Sussman to put out to the media that there was evidence that Trump and to the FBI and to the media to hawk some phony story that Trump was colluding with the Russians. And so much about this January 6th committee is about covering up the fact that, it, that an election was stolen. So um, we are going to take a break well past the point to take it. And when we come back, I will tie it to gun control. There is an update to tell you guys about Uvalde. We're going to share that with you. And then, then a little bit later, it's Friday, and that means Bob Walters. And we've actually got a nominee for Hero of the Week that might include some school students that y'all might want to stay tuned in here. I know you're going to want to hear it. So come on back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. At the open of the show, I told you guys about half of uh, Republicans and about half of Democrats say that this country is headed toward a civil war. Some of that could just be, I mean, we're just so at odds with, with each other. The Republicans see that we're, you know, that Democrats are all about turning us into some communist society. We want our freedoms. We want our life back. We don't want anybody telling us what we have to do with our bodies, our, our kids, all this, all this, uh, you know, um, cultural Marxist stuff that they're shoving on us. And one of the things that we've always had as Americans that separates us to make it impossible for us to be, you know, as a kid, I used to ask my dad, how come these Cubans don't rise up and take their country back? And he was like, girl, they ain't got any weapons. They don't have any way to, they don't have any, it's these, the military has taken over there and has partnered with this evil regime and the citizens don't have any power because your power comes with your weaponry, right? So we got to continue this gun control discussion. And that's why most um, of the Cubans that come over here, they say, wake up. That's Look right. what's happening. They already, it, they've seen this. Exactly. Last night I talked about the address on gun control that Biden did um, with some shocking plans to take our guns from us through a variety of different means. 
and and um Hemingway, I can't remember her first name. I don't follow her that much anymore. Um, she writes for the Federalist. I think she's a little squishy at times, but she had a really interesting take on this that she thinks that the speech he gave last night is impeachable. And I want to play this clip for you guys and tell you why um, that what this has to do with Peter Navarro. Uh, Skins, please begin playing clip seven. He showed that this was for him a partisan political approach. Uh, do something is not a serious policy, but the actual policies that he listed are extremely troubling. I think it's comforting for simple-minded people <laughs> to think that restricting the natural right to keep and bear arms would solve all of our problems, that destroying the Constitution would solve our problems. That is not true, and we have a natural right of self-defense and to guard against tyranny in the Second Amendment. This is something that makes us American. And Joe Biden showed that he does not respect the Constitution. He does not support this natural right. That really is an impeachable offense to talk this way. Yeah, to talk this way about something she went on to say briefly. So something this way that is so against something so foundational to this country. Uh, when it says shall not be infringed, that's what it meant. And I and 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 Biden can play that quote Scalia all day long about that. There's there's uh, limits to that right. Changes nothing. But that didn't change anything. That didn't change the Constitution. I don't bow down to Scalia. My rights come from God, not from man. And I have a right to defend myself. And this is part of the Judeo-Christian principles on which this country was founded. This our rights come from God, not from man. And man isn't supposed to, the only role of the government is supposed to be red light, green light. And they're not even doing that particularly well. They're, and, and the other part of that, uh, of their role in this, in this government is to keep us safe from bad guys. How are they doing with that? They're doing terrible. They're th- I've got a, some horrible crime stories to share with you guys in, in, from California and beyond. They're not doing anything with that. In fact, they're intentionally creating anarchy in the streets, intentionally putting criminals and murderers and felons back out on the streets. This is all part of the plan, and this is impeachable. In fact, there are many that are not that say that it's not lost on them that Navarro, who you know has been saying since February he wasn't going to comply with these subpoenas, that he they suddenly decided to arrest him today, the day after he said that he is going to work with the Republicans when they take control to to get Joe Biden impeached. They uh, they are taking action against those that they fear. See, they don't fear the Mitch McConnells. They don't fear the Kevin they McCarthy's. They know they'll go right along with it. Yeah, they know. But they fear somebody like Navarro. Because Navarro is the guy who talks about in his book, and everybody should get his book. Everybody should get his book. Um, I don't have it in front of me, the name of the book. Um, but, you know, one of the things that he talked about was Fauci. He said to Trump in a meeting in January when Trump took office, and they had some big meeting with all the, the, all the heads of state, if you will. The name the he- of Trump's, uh, or his book is Taking Back Trump's America, Why We Lost the White House. Yeah. Um, one of the things that he talked about was how he told Trump, you need to kill that baby in his crib, referring to Fauci. Navarro knows what's up, okay? And that's why they fear him. They feared Michael Flynn, too. And I said back... After Trump won the election, we will. Uh, the conservatives need to not be thinking this is a one-off. They need to not be turning their head uh, and thinking, "Well, yeah, you know, it's okay." He lied to Pence. He needs to go. And I said, "Then we will all be Michael Flynn. We will all be Michael Flynn if we don't pay, wake up, and realize what is going on." 
This has all been worse than Watergate. Nobody's been held accountable. Watergate doesn't even compare. Does not even compare to all the different ways in which the Obama administration, the FBI, the DOJ, all of our intelligence community. This is deep. This is very deep. It goes deep. It, It all worked to control, to cover up the crimes of Hillary Clinton, to control the outcome of the 2016 election. And then when that didn't work, they set up the insurance policy that they that they you know cashed in on and launched the the um, investigation that the Lindsey Grahams and the Republicans said, we got to we got to see how this plays out. And as he was saying that to the cameras, he knew that there was no there was no there there. Then the intelligence community continued and continued and continued that uh, the the Mueller investigation went on and on and on. And then when none of that worked, then they did the phony uh, MP, uh, Ukraine whistleblower. And then when that didn't work, then they infiltrated January 6th, which was all a setup. And then and then here we are now. You know, Andrew, people can say what they will about Trump and not being as strong as he was in 2016. Can you imagine what this guy has taken since the day he walked into office day after day, yet he stood strong and did the right thing? Well, they still fear him. And if they're still trying to keep him from getting getting reelected, then he's 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 still my guy. But I'm going to need to hear him on the campaign trail talk about very specific plans about how he's going to route out the deep state. I don't want to hear any more about drain the swamp. I, I, I that hashtag was great. I want to hear who you're going to fire day one, and I want a, and I want to see a a, a stack. A ream full, of, a, a ream of paper full of names of people that need to go. I want entire agencies routed out, and that includes the FDA, that includes the CDC and the NIH, because they are as much of the deep state, if not worse than than anybody else. We have unelected bureaucrats controlling us from behind the scenes. Quickly, before I got to take a break. Um, when it comes to gun control, more evidence coming out about Uvalde. The chief um, showed up on the scene. Without his radio, um, without any of his um, common materials that you would need to command a scene. So there's more information coming out there. Some of the family members from Uvalde are being brought to the White House to do an, to speak to Congress, to push for gun control. Um, my heart aches. Y'all know how much this story has tortured me, but it's inappropriate. And no amount of pain and suffering on the part of any individual in this country gives them the right to take my rights away. I can hurt for you, I can ache for you, but that doesn't mean I have to give up my rights for you. And that same, and I said the same thing over COVID. Your fear over a disease, your health is not my responsibility. And I'm not. And, and you, and to ask me to give up my rights for you is inappropriate. God given right. My God given right. Um, my God given rights in no way are subject to to your emotions and your pain and your life and your and your feelings and your desires and your wants. God bless you, but no. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got Bob Walters with his Friday night education segment. Don't go anywhere. Bob will be here. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. During the break, Skins and I were talking about how we're going to go see the movie Top Gun Maverick this weekend. We got our very own Top Gun who joins us every Friday night of the week. He's our very own, uh, you know, fighter. Top Gun of Education. He's the, that's the perfect way to put it. What would his call sign be? What's our call sign for Bob Walters? 
That's hmm, tough. That's a tough. We one. will decide that by the end of this half hour. Yeah, yeah. We're going to ponder it and maybe put it out there to the listeners to come up with a call sign for our top gun on education. Our education contributor, Bob Walters. Hey, Bob Walters. Where's Bob? I don't know. You can't hear me? No, there, there we is. got you. I think I think the button in the control room uh, didn't work. Hey, I don't know if you heard what we were saying. We got to come. We got to come did. up with a call sign for you, our Top Gun. You got you got an idea before we get into it? Oh, uh, geez, I don't. I don't want to be boastful, so I'll just lay low <laughs> and let everybody else decide. Uh, maybe we'll let Sharon decide. What you got for yeah. us this week? <laughs> or maybe we don't want to let Sharon decide. <laughs> what you got for us this week, my dear? Well, some of the good news, we got a mentoring program, which, of course, was started to help boys who have no fathers. So some of the men in the community were helping these boys uh, counsel them and mentor them through school so they could be more successful. It's now been expanded to include girls as well. Really? Yeah. And the readers and the listeners are urged to contact Dr. Moss, M-O-S-S, okay. at, at Savannah University for details on how to get help for your daughter or the young ladies in your life. Now, is, it, is, did you say this was national? Yeah, it's national. So it's Dr. That's, Moss at Savannah University. Okay. Yep. That's awesome. To refresh everybody's memory, you kind of just did an overview. This was just such, um, uh, these these men, I, was this the organization to where they put out a call for a bunch of men to help and like 600 responded kind of thing? Ten times what they thought they were going to get. Wow. And this is so needed in our country. So needed, Bob. Thank you for that good news. Yeah, it is, really. Okay, then a suit was filed by an activist organization in New York sought to have all gifted and talented programs terminated in the public schools since it creates a, quote, racial caste system, unquote. It was thrown out by the court, and the top judge saying, this is for the legislature to decide, not the court. So that's good, even though it's not a done situation, but it's... uh, at least uh, stopped in its tracks the effort to get rid of these uh, these gifted and talented class programs. Right. Yeah. In San Diego, they saw a high school principal eliminate advanced course while ups- which upset the parents. There had been a real reaction against it. But his logic was that it would remove the stigma attached to students who don't qualify for such <laughs> programs. That's grievous. That's like in Little League Baseball where they give every kid a first-class of trophy. Well, yeah. And the thing is, Bob, right. And the thing is, is that this is communism at play because it's, it's about saying it's about the removal of ambition, the removal of, 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 of something that's inspirational that might make you want to strive harder because somebody's achieving more than you. So this is about the, this is about instead of having achievement and celebrating achievement or rewarding people that are achievers or taking a, uh, an approach to children from a unique standpoint that addresses their unique abilities and skills. It's about homogenizing and, and just expanding mediocrity. And yeah. it, and it's holding kids back who are doing well and then denying kids that aren't doing as well an opportunity to want to do better. So it's yeah. so unfair to the kids and it's communism. And and you're right. It is like giving every kid, you know, um, a, a, a blue ribbon. And it's and it's shameful. It kind of is. Well, we got some other news coming up. The Supreme Court is soon to rule on a case called Carson versus Macon. OK, it's a case which would have profound effect in America. A couple of families filed this case a year or two ago asking that state school funds in all states be allocated to them and all parents 
so that school choice can be made without restriction and all of the money that's being spent on public schools per student would allow the parents to have their share of the money to go to any school they want to, including religious schools. Mm. So it's quite a quite a major case. It's due to be ruled on the next month or two. Well, I don't know what's, you know, first of all, SCOTUS needs to start popping out decisions. I mean, good grief. These things, these people are so lazy, it's ridiculous in my opinion. It's yeah. just, you know, it's another example of bloated government. Oh, Padita, like, we'll just take as long as we want. But second of all, what's there to even think about here, Bob? School choice. Well, okay, yeah, you know, it's taxpayer money. It, it, you know, it, it should be a no-brainer. Well, of course, and, and of course, the teachers union are totally against it, but hopefully the Supreme Court will come to the table and get it done this time. True. We'll All right, then you got the school board president is sued, accused of tyranny for silencing and ejecting parents from meetings. Amy Dinkel, the president, has ejected parents for failing to follow her rules and one time... All who wore green shirts and dresses were removed from the hall as a conservative board member, Chad Green, battled this woman, Denkel, who was president. So she ordered everybody who was wearing anything green out of the, out of the building. <laughs> You're kidding me. Another man, another man was dragged up by police when he was saying he was disgusted with another parent for reading some of the sexually explicit school materials in one of the hearings. It, this is just insanity in the United States of America. Now you can't, you're not even allowed to wear a, a color of a dress that some dictator on a school board doesn't like. I mean, I shouldn't be laughing, but, you know, it's why Skins always refers to your, your co- contributor segments as like Bob's, you know, Night at the Improv, Bob's Stand-Up Comedy Act, because it's just, it's almost comical, but at the same time, and, and think about what also what Bob just said. Here we've got another... You know, parent who's reading uh, materials from the classroom that's considered a profane that people don't can't even stand to hear read that adults can't even stand to hear read. No. And he's thrown out of the room by the police. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of sad, but I got some other news, which is better. Okay, good. School in Chicago called Urban Prep Charter School Mm -hmm. announced it for the 13th year. I was surprised by this. All their graduates are going to college. (gasps) That's awesome. But it's a charter school. That's a charter school, right, Bob? It is, yeah. Not a public, it's a charter. That's awesome, though. And here's an update on some of the homeschooling, which also has seen a dramatic increase. And this past month, the tally shows that 12% of Hispanics are now doing homeschooling, 9.7% of whites, 16% of blacks, and 8.8% of Asians are homeschooling. A great trend. That's That's what it was three years ago. Did you just say double? Uh-huh. That's yeah. interesting. Nobody's reporting on this. Nobody is reporting on this increase in the minority communities of homeschooling. You're the only person I've seen report on this. I had no idea. Families are sick of the indoctrination going on at the schools. Right. And the mainstream media, the legacy media, they do not want anybody to know out there that this is happening because it might inspire some other minority communities to um, to get out of the public schools and to yep. teach from home. That's what it's about. That's why they keep it a secret. Yeah. All right. And you got college crazies. Boston University posted a video to social media that called private property racist (laughs) and attempted to justify the riots and burning that occurred after George Floyd's death in 2020. They said the community must keep pressure on the police to avoid future murder of black people. (laughs) Mm. It's uh, it's just like you're kidding me. This is put out by Boston University. Wow. 
Um, well, you yeah, know, it's put out by Boston University, but they might as well just, you know, put up a link to the Black Lives Matter movement because, you know, in the same in the same breath, they're talking about how, um, you know, um, private property is racist and we got to stop cops from, you know, killing black people. What does property have to do with cops killing black people? You know, know. but it's it's just all it's there. It's a Marxist movement. And it's just they they've. um and they mean it. I mean, we talk about this a lot. It's not we're not going to go into it here too much in your education segment, but it's a reminder that when Skins and I have these segments and we talk about how in the Great Reset, their plan for America is that you own no property. And That's if right. they can get you to give up your property because of uh, from the idea of guilt uh, over, you know, how black people were treated in slavery. That's one way they're going to go after it. They're going to try right. to get you to cough it up from guilt. Other, then they're going to take it from you. But anyway. I'll get another shocker. Biden administration yesterday just announced student loan relief for 560,000 students who had attended Corinthian College, which closed down recently, and canceled their debt of $5.6 billion. <gasps> who was Corinthian? Oh, wait, hold up. Hold up for a second, Bob. Who was Corinthian Colleges? Skins, can you, do you know, Bob, or maybe should I have Skins? Go- I've never even heard of Corinthian Colleges. I've heard of them, but I didn't know they had 560,000 students in their past 10, 12 years. I just, that, that shocks me. Is this some kind of chain of like, like on the level of a community college, or is this like a four-year college chain? Uh, four-year college. Yeah. Wow. So why that chain? Why did the Biden administration wipe out billions of dollars for students yeah. specific to that chain of schools? And one of his friends that it was to help Democrats in the coming elections next month. Oh, wow. So he's buying votes. Yeah, that's all. With $5 billion of our money. Skins, do you have, can you tell us? Yeah, who Corinthian is? College is, uh, it looks like one of the best associations in the country, educational wise. They have practically 100 school grounds in yeah. the country and more than 100,000 students. I have well, Bob just said well, five hundred sixty thousand means they've got a hundred thousand currently, but they're going to wipe away five hundred sixty thousand total. Uh, spread out, um, it looks like since nineteen ninety five. Wow, eat that kind of billions of dollars of loss on top of everything else we're doing right now. Well, this is crazy, Bob. I think it's uh, we got to take a break at this and uh, let me re- regroup because I'm pretty angry over that. This is insane. Five billion dollars buying votes, and that's all that this is about. Stay tuned. We got more with Bob Walters for the rest of the uh, for this hour. Don't go anywhere. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM eleven seventy. The answer. What more does Bob have with the college crazies to share? You're going to want to come on back. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K. on the Answer San Diego. Continuing now with our Top Gun. On education, Bob Skin, uh, Skins wants to call it his say his call sign is the professor. I don't know. I think he's a little bit cooler than that. <laughs> so I don't know. We, we got to continue to work on that. But you continue to share with us. What else you got tonight, my friend? Got some other top stuff. The Biden administration has now ruled that any school taking federal funds must allow transsexual boys to share bathrooms, showers, and intimate space <gasps> with girls, plus allow them to compete with girls in all sports. That just was edited by the federal government. So any school, which is every school, getting federal funds must now allow the boys into the girls' bathroom and showers and everywhere. Is there an age limit on this? Are we talking, you know, third graders? Are we talking, 
you know, you're a, you're a 16, 17 year old girl and, you know, here comes the football team into your shower. Well, the, the article I read says starting in the sixth grade, but they're going to reduce it in time. But it's starting with sixth grade. Sixth grade yeah, up. The shower with you. Wow. It's, it's wrong. Big it's, time wrong. It's sexual abuse and harassment of, of girls under, uh, under the guise of protecting LBGTQ people. That's in, insane to me. Well, you know, in, in this whole Biden administration, terrible as it is, let me tell you what else they're doing. They've also launched a war against charter schools and school choice, saying it does disservice to the union teachers. So New York spent $38 billion in education, double the national average, but the results have been pathetic. Two-thirds of the black and Latino students don't reach proficiency in reading. But he's now making an effort that charter schools can no longer be formed without federal permission in any school district in the United States. Wow. you got to be kidding. I mean, where is <sighs> this Well, I've got another one that's even right up there, Ben. It just happened today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're so killing me. It a lot. In the state of California, okay. uh, which entered the Union in 1850 as a free state, has issued a 492-page interim report recommending that state pay reparations for slavery and other acts of racial injustice occurred in the last two centuries to all black California residents in the state of California. Well, I heard about the reparations and I hadn't had a chance to really go into a deep dive on it. Uh, and and, and I doc- printed out some of the stuff related to it. And it has to do with some of it has to do with a plan to segregate schools. Is that? Oh, yeah, they plan, they plan to have the, the student, the black students will be in the, I don't know how they're going to create it, but they've been going to be given the option, if they wish, to attend all black schools and campuses in middle and up in high school. Terrible. Absolutely now, terrible. Concern. Anyway, and on top of that, this, this huge, and I haven't read the whole report, also gives the value of black-owned businesses and property in California stolen or destroyed through acts of racial terror and distribute this amount back to the black Californians and make housing grants zero interest business and housing loans and grants to available to black Californians to an undetermined amount. Yeah. Right now we're um, $30 trillion in debt and we got almost $10 a gallon of gas here in California. And this is their plan. This will, you know, we're already struggling so much. No wonder if half the country says, yeah, we see a civil war coming. Right. Uh, Final. I agree. The listeners should be looking out for AB 3121. This is what this 500 page report is, is put into law form if it gets passed, and then okay. the governor says he'll sign it. All AB right. 3121. We want to oppose it. We want to oppose it. Bob Walters, we don't oppose you. We thank you for being here. WeTheKids.us, by the way. I'm wearing the shirt right now. WeTheKids.us. Go there, help your kids get educated, and get some gear, okay? Love you, Bob Walters. We'll come up with a call sign for you. And the All rest right. of you, and the rest of y'all, stick around. More Andrea K. Show coming up, Hour 2, on its way. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.